guys, welcome back. It's Agent 26 of Agent26Beats.com, and welcome to episode two of Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs, the podcast. So glad you're back. Really appreciate it. If this is your first time listening to me, I also appreciate you too. Thank you for coming. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about investing in yourself. Uh, I have a lot really to get off my chest about this. It's a really beefy topic. If you follow me on social media, you've heard me mention it several times over the past year, but I really wanted to kind of get into why I feel like I do about it, uh, where are some good ideas for you to spend your money, where are some bad ideas for you to spend your money, and just some principles that I think would help people um, in the long run, no matter what industry you're in. I, I usually am targeting other musicians and artists, but I do think that some of this stuff works, whether you're an actor or a comedian, singer, uh, model, whatever, like all this stuff uh, really correlates. So without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, first thing I'm going to talk about is just where you should stop spending your money. Um, I have a lot of artist friends, entrepreneur friends, and I, I, I hesitate to be honest with them because like, I know what they're actually doing, but there's just some there's little, little things like one, can, can we stop buying followers? Can we, can we, can we stop buying likes? Uh, we can we stop buying SoundCloud plays? Here's the thing: you're putting yourself into a trap when you do this. I understand you want to legitimize your business, but it's much easier to just focus on engaging with people. I mean, there's so many apps out there now and systems from Follow Liker to uh, all these uh, Instagram phone apps and stuff, and it's very tempting to want to kind of add some engagement to your post. I get that, but. Those people who are out buying like 10,000 followers for SoundCloud, but like you, you only have maybe 100 plays or whatever the case may be, it's like you're putting yourself in a bad space because what you're basically doing is putting yourself in a situation where you have to keep spending that money so that people know that you have a following. That's where you kind of screw yourself over is because now you're in a perpetual loop of having to buy to keep up with this image you're trying to perpetuate. And that's just not where your energy needs to be. It needs to be to, more towards, you know, putting out high quality content. And uh, let's see, what's, what's the other thing? Um, you have people buying followers, people buying tweets. Oh, also, uh, people buying comments. There, there, there's now apps where you can buy people saying nice things to you. I'm just like, what? guys, we, we, we've got to get a wrap on this. These are not good resources. Uh, I, Please, 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 if you, if you are buying followers, please stop doing that. You need real life engagement. And the other thing uh, I think that people should really stop spending their money on uh, is paying to perform. I know a lot of artists do this um, in, all, in all genres uh, of, of creativity. And it can seem beneficial at first, like, hey, we're going to put you with the headlining act that's a big name and it may help you get some of your people out and you get to do your set and, and whatever. I, I think this is, it's bad after you've done it maybe two or three times. If you're going to do it originally just so you can get some really high quality, high res you know, footage and some photos of you doing your best songs, I think that's helpful um, the first few times you do it. But once you've kind of done it two or three times, I don't think it's beneficial anymore. I think your objective now should be to put on your own events. If you live in a major city or near one, there's no excuse really to not be able to go to a hotel 
or a motel in your area and ask how much it is to rent out their banquet room or to go to an open mic at a uh, bar or a coffee shop and, 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 and rent out your own event and, and host your own like small show. I, I think, you know, doing that and saying, okay, well, let me take me and five of my friends and we're going to put on like a, like an hour concert. Uh, we're all going to do a set and we'll charge maybe a dollar at the door just to get people in the room and then start collecting emails from the people that show up. That's a, a way to actually, you know, benefit um, your grind and what you do. But I think, you know, uh, continuously paying these like $750 fees to essentially just be on a stage. I'm like, no one's benefiting from doing that after a while, no matter how great they tell you the benefit could be. Um, also, that leads me to my next thing. I think uh, buying into networking events is not really beneficial if you do it too soon. There's a lot of big events where um, I know there's certain ASCAP events and BMI events, which I'll do an episode on in the future, but there's certain events with them that, that cost money. They have like entry fees that can be 350 or $400. When you don't have something going on for yourself, when you haven't generated even a moderate buzz, these things backfire because one thing about networking that is crucial is that you must have something to value, uh, something of value uh, to other people or something worth having uh, alongside your brand. It, it's really hard to go to a networking event where everyone's looking for a connection and you walk around and you have an empty cup out and you're asking people to put water into your cup. It's much easier if you can walk in and the cup's already kind of three quarters full because you've been doing your work day in and day out. Last thing I want to touch on is paying for major features. I think that at the very beginning of your career or at the very beginning of where you're heading with your music, I don't think it's very beneficial to like spend, you know, two or three grand on, oh, let me go buy this Snoop Dogg hook and then put my raps on each side of it. There are many people who sell this. There are many people who do it and pay and there's producers who do it and pay. It seems like a great idea at first. It seems like it's gonna work. But I think that, again, if you're starting out and you don't have a small catalog and at least a thousand followers who are strictly fans of what you do, if you don't have some of these basics in line, you know, a way to generate income um, aside from this, having that feature won't help you. Um, it's what I used to, uh, tell people back in my days of early entertainment before I was doing music, I would tell people like, the worst thing that could happen to some of you guys is that you blow up. It would really suck for you to get famous right now because you have no way for people to financially reward you. Uh, you see it a lot with people who like are on like America's Got Talent, um, who do really well and you kind of don't hear from them. Uh, a lot of it has to do with marketing, um, but they also the other part of it they have no way for people to financially reward them. My favorite example is when I see a comedian on America's Got Talent who's really funny, who kills it, um, and, but they're on the show maybe five or six times that season, and every show they eat up how, how many jokes they have. So if you do 15 minutes of your set, but you're a comic and you only have 25 minutes, you can't go on the road with that same time. Everyone's already heard those jokes before. You know what I mean? Like You're pretty much... You're screwed without having an hour of material that you can then sell off to the people that want to come see you. And I say that to say the same thing with with music. You know, the worst thing that could happen is you make that record, 
it blows up and then you have you have no merch you have no other songs out it's just that song the today's consumer eats up content so quickly just you know your 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 12 year old sister and your 50 year old dad both have the ability to now stream music comedy movies television all kinds of things within a matter of an hour i mean i can go on my instagram right now on my phone and scroll through but what the content like the the work hours put in were probably five to six seven eight man hours put in just to create that content and it's only like you know two minute song i just think it, it's wise to have a catalog of things before you start buying these like major features that you hope can benefit you and give you great returns all right so i gave you guys a few things that you maybe shouldn't spend your money on now i want to kind of give you a few things that i think would be good ideas to invest in uh, number one that i wanted to talk about was influencer marketing this is uh, something that you can kind of always do. Again, back to my point about major features, it helps to kind of already have a catalog of things before you do this because the exposure could hurt you if you don't have enough things to legitimize what you do. But let's say you have a few records out, you've made an EP, you've got your, you've got your social media following looking right, you have the good graphics, your branding's together, your name is together, your color schemes, like you have all this stuff for the most part put together and you can go to a famous youtuber or a famous instagrammer maybe like say there's a guy who does great dance videos and he has a, a huge following doing dance videos you could say hey would, would it be cool if you could dance to my song i've had guys like sell me that that have followings of twenty five thousand uh or more uh a big thing about influencer marketing is don't think you have to go for the gusto uh, there's a lot of people who like want to go for the top you know, Instagram profiles, you know, 3 million people. It, it's not about that. I, I would highly, highly encourage if you're going to go into influencer marketing, just look at people who have music audiences or, or rather audiences that you think would fit what you do. That's a big part of it. Like, I, like I'm, I'm into uh, video games and basketball. So, you know, but if I was looking to do influencer marketing that also had to do with my music, I would choose pages that had those same interests. Because if people are like, hey, this is cool, why not come back and, and, and click on, on, on my own stuff? And I think there's a huge mistake I saw. Like, I follow uh, a page called Ball God on Instagram. And it's all about just, like, the latest information on hoops, NBA news, uh, rumors, people fighting in the league, whatever the case may be. Love the page. Now, every now and then, there will be a guy that just has a song out. And it's like some intense trap record underneath like a, a highlight video of maybe Kevin Durant or, or LeBron and it seems cool but then like I'm like okay this record's kind of dope I'll click on the guy's page and his profile isn't professional or uh, he doesn't have any other songs out uh, I can't I don't even know how to find the full record of what the snippet I just heard uh, or he's not even into basketball which really irks me I, I, for me personally, I don't like that because I, I know I've realized all you've done is basically say, hey, here's $80, put me on the page. And I don't even know if that's how much it costs. So if you're going to do influencer marketing, be smart about what you're into, be smart about how you look before you present yourself, and understand that you have to have all of your I's dotted and T's crossed if you plan on being successful with doing that. Uh, there's also um, people who do YouTube as well. YouTube is a big one, and a lot of YouTubers do need music. I've had very successful YouTubers be like, hey, 
uh, I, I saw uh, your page and liked some of your beats, I just didn't want to pay for them. And I'm like, hey, no, that's cool. Uh, can we work something out, though? And by that time, I've already kind of looked at their page and I'm like, oh, wow, 200,000 subscribers? Yeah, we can work something out. Because you have to understand that that's underpriced attention, which is something that Gary V uh, talks about practically every week in one of his videos if you're a fan. So influencer marketing is a big one to go after. The next thing I think you should spend your money on and invest heavily is training and classes. Surprisingly, this is not something that most people do. I, I cannot tell you the number of people I know. Uh, I come from a background of doing, you know, acting and stand-up. Every now and then you'll see me put up some stuff of me still performing. Uh, I've been doing that since I was a kid. Uh, so I still have friends who like, you know, uh, who act heavily and, you know, or attempting to make their careers as A-listers. And they'll still say stupid stuff to me like, oh, I don't take classes. I'm like, what? How? In what world does that work? Oh, I'm just, I'm just naturally gifted and this is how I like to, uh, I don't waste time with that. I'm like, really? So when you go to the doctor, do you want to go to a doctor that just says, Hey man, I don't really go to medical school. That stuff's for suckers. Yeah, that's right. What I hear, you know what I do? I just feel your sickness through my intuition and then decide what I should give you. No, the hell you don't. Not with me. And like that should be the approach that we have. Like, you need to be like an Olympian within your craft. And th there's there's people that that like I have producers will say things like. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to play keys. I'm like, that's fine. Most of us didn't grow up with pianos in the house. Uh, I sure, I certainly didn't. But then they'll say something stupid like, yeah, but, you know, uh, Rizzo uh, was in an interview and he said that he made a million without ever touching the key. And I'm like, Whoa. that's a very inspirational story from someone who was famous probably back in the 90s uh, and who's carried his success to this day. I'm like, we're in a brand new day, man. Like, it, it, you can't use that one example as how you're going to market and live and brand yourself in today's economy because we are moving into a place where yes it's cool to be dope and fresh and trendy but true skill set true artistry comes from knowing what the hell you're doing and you can't you can't front on having the skills to do the job there's something to be said about being naturally gifted yes but to be truly skilled it's the difference between being Gerald Green and being Kevin Durant in the NBA. There's a, there's a huge difference between a guy who just can jump out of the gym, can shoot, run, pass, dribble, and another guy who has honed his talent day in and day out and, and trained himself. One becomes a champion, the other just makes money. And it's like, in music or in any other craft, they don't both make the NBA. Like, if you don't do that training, you may not become someone who who gets to be very successful, but just doesn't make it to the top. That The difference between training and classes could mean making a living off of music, or it continue being something that you do while you work a nine to five job. Last thing I wanna talk about that I think you guys will get the biggest benefit out of investing in is uh, learning, studying, buying courses from professional marketers. Not no one single thing in my business has changed the way I live, the way I market, the way I brand myself more than studying under people who don't necessarily work in showbiz or in music or anything like that, but instead make their money helping people make money, if that makes sense. So like there's professional marketers, people who are pros at Facebook ads, 
who understand how to use Instagram stories to build an email list, people who literally only build email lists and like that's their job, that's what they do is they help you. And many of these marketers have webinars, courses, things on SlideShare that they make, they teach you how to make a content pyramid, and these things separate you from the pack like you wouldn't believe. And I, and I think this is something that you don't see most people doing. In fact, I'm sure it, a lot of people who may listen to this podcast, they probably still won't go do this because it's definitely uncomfortable and you won't know what the hell you're looking at or listening to. It's very confusing stuff, but some people teach it really well. Now, depending on your learning style, when you go out there and you research these things, you find a woman or a man who teaches it in a way you can understand. Many marketers have free courses and free webinars that will teach you some basics that just give you more targeted goals. I think the, the main reason why I'm such a huge advocate for marketer training is because it takes the imagined result and it gives you practical goals. So like if your imagined result is to be a artist who has millions and millions of fans, marketer training teaches you how to get your first 100. Because it puts you in a position to where you're saying, instead of like, oh, well, I need to go and spam these you know, 50 accounts to try to get my music out there, it says, oh, wait, how about I create a click funnel that will not only get my music into people's email list, but it'll also allow me to market to them directly. This is a very powerful tool. And I've met many musicians that scoff at the idea of, of teaching yourself this part of the game, who will like go on websites and be like, oh, I could join this mailing list, ha, 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 ha. And it's like, that's not really funny. If you think mailing lists are, are a joke, you're going to be working at Subway for a long time. And I tried actually to not work with those guys because it's, it's blatant just stupidity when people don't respect the marketing and promotional side of the game. And in fact, I would say that that's probably the majority of the part you need to learn. Um, by the way, I want to point out, just as a side note, all the stuff I'm telling you doesn't require you having to have a team. You don't need a group of people working alongside you or an A&R to, to say yes to you or even a manager. All, the, all these are things that you can do on your own uh, throughout you know, the month or two months or three months. You can set up a three-month goal and just start knocking some of this stuff out and getting to a point to where, okay, you can say, all right, it's, you know, right now it's July. We're about to head into August. By September... I want to master how to do uh, list building. So I'm gonna build up an email list of 500 people so that I can start selling merch and uh, giving away free downloads of my music, blah, blah, blah. Now that gives you a place that you're heading that makes your goals much more realistic and ultimately much more attainable. And you can start to measure your success versus just kind of wondering, are people sleeping on me? I don't really know, I can't tell. That stuff won't be things that you think about anymore because you'll now be saying, okay, well I got I set a goal for 500 people to be on my email list. I got 150. That's a lot better and a lot closer to not being slept on, quote unquote, than where you were when the month started and you didn't have any of this stuff. Now, last thing I'm going to say about where you should spend your money and where you should invest. Very last thing, I cannot stress this enough. Pay for the services you get rendered, please. There are just some things in this in this game, there are some things in this industry, no matter how nice of a person you are, no matter what kind of individual you present yourself to be, no matter how professional you are, no matter how good you are, nothing speaks quite like, as my mom calls it, the almighty dollar, period. Nothing beats it. 
I've made relationships with people that wouldn't give me the time of day just because I spent money on something that they were offering. Nothing says, hi, my name is Nick Phillips, and I'm a producer, and I make hip-hop and trap beats. I produce on the name Agent 26. Nothing, not, nothing says that quite like, here's $150 to do a collab. Nothing says that. That's the ultimate business card. Hi, I'm going to spend some money with you. You, you. you get the warmest responses from people. Anybody ever see that movie, uh, Django Unchained? Like, the whole purpose, the whole, the whole, like, plot of that movie hinges on the fact that they told people they were going to give them money. Those people would never have let them speak, never have let them come onto their homes and those plantation houses. That never would have happened if they didn't come in and say, we're planning on spending $5,000. Oh, well, come on and get yourself something to drink. That's literally how it went. And it's a, it's a funny joke in the film, but in real life, that stuff works. That is exactly how it works. If you want to work with someone and you know that they uh, maybe aren't necessarily as accessible, you can't just hit them up on Twitter and say something, but they offer free consultations or they offer a paid consultation of some kind, usually they're paid, go for the paid one. And it just it, be that person that spends whatever the amount is because you immediately, oh, hey, if you have any questions, hit me up any time, uh, help me out here. Like as an artist, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to do what entrepreneurs do, and that is spend that money. And that is, it's not something people want to hear, but I promise you, you get so much further if you do. If you have a producer, uh, great, pay the man. If you have a graphic design guy or somebody that you like to uh, get your album covers from, pay the guy. It's cool to get the hookup initially. It's cool to like get, but I promise you, get so much better effort out of people when you pay for what they do. It's a big part of success. It's a big part of getting people to go the extra mile for you. And it invokes that good customer service. If you're that guy or that girl that when people like see your email, they're like, oh, that person pays. Let me open that email. Because now you can ask questions, you can get opinions, and now you're getting it from professionals and they can refer you to other people that you may, you may have not necessarily known about just because you did that. So this is a big, big uh, nugget of information. If you don't do anything else that I've said here today, doing that one thing in the course of a year will drastically change your career and your business. With that said, we are finally at the conclusion of episode two. Give yourself a hand clap. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got some value out of this. I hope it helps you. And if you implement any strategy, let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Agent26Official or Instagram. Send me a comment or an email at Agent26TheProducer at gmail.com. And let me know which one of these things that you use. Uh, let me know what's helped. And also, if you have any ideas that you would like for me to talk about, or if you have any advice you want to ask and I can tackle it on the podcast, uh, send me a DM, send me an email, and I will try to tackle it in a future episode. Thank you guys so much again. I appreciate your attention. I appreciate you listening. Have a good one. Peace.